Once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining Raw Words Podcast, presented by LJ from Houston. And of course, I'm coming to you live from H-Town, Texas. We three is upon us for this NFL season, and I got to get my picks in. Went over the numbers, went over the spread, money lines, so I'm ready to get my picks in. My record is 21-10 and 10 so far with a tie, so I'm not doing too bad. So hopefully I can keep that double-digit win streak going this week. It's a lot of home favorites, so shouldn't be too hard, but, you know, teams get upset here and there, so you never know what happens. But let's get right into it. First, though, we got the Detroit Lions going out to the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia is pretty banged up. They have a lot of injuries on their offensive side of the ball. They didn't even have practice this week, I don't believe. Not contact practice, you know, at least. But uh, the running back, Clement, Deshaun Jackson on the wide receiver. Both of those are key injuries to me. They are both out. They have questionables as far as Alshon Jeffrey. And a couple more of their players. So even Carson Wentz is banged up. He got pretty hit last week against the Falcons. And with those offensive weapons being out, his passing attack is going to be very limited. So um, and they're dependent on him a lot to throw the ball. He has 82 pass attempts so far in two games. So that tells me that the run pass balance of the offensive side is uneven. And they might have a little bit of trouble against Detroit. Detroit's coming off a win against the Chargers last week, so they're still undefeated. They have a tie and a win. They don't have a loss. So um, Matthew Stafford, he's 3-1 against the Eagles. I don't know if that will matter in this game because Detroit is on the road. And Philly has the third-best rush defense, so you can't really run the ball on them. So they will make Matthew Stafford one-dimensional. It's just all about him completing passes on that Philly secondary. So... I'm going to lean towards Philly. Even though Philly gets off to a slow start these past two games that they played, they tend to go into halftime and make adjustments. So I'm going to trust that Peterson can do that with this game as well. I'm going to take Philly to win, but I'm going to take Detroit plus six to cover. I don't think Philly can cover that six, and I think Detroit will make it a game. So I will take Detroit with the points, but I will take Philly to win. Next up, we got the New York Jets versus the New England Patriots. I mean, we don't have to talk about this. Patriots going to win handily in this game. They haven't even given up a touchdown. Um, Tom Brady has 11 straight wins against the Jets at home. And the Jets are down to their third string quarterback. They're in the bottom half of yards per attempt and first down. So this is an easy choice. Antonio Brown did get released from the Patriots, so maybe that distraction will be gone from them. And even though the offensive line is pretty banged up, Tom Brady never gets hit, so I'm not worried about that. So the Patriots will win this game, and they will cover the points, I believe, because I am putting money on that. Next game, we got Oakland Raiders at the Minnesota Vikings. This is an interesting game right here. Um, Minnesota, I remember last year, they had an upset at home against Buffalo last year. And it was very unexpected. Nobody saw it coming. So this could be another one of those games. Um, Even though the run game of Minnesota, Dalvin Cook has been revived. Kirk Cousins has been very bad so far, in my opinion. Um, Dalvin Cook is one of three players averaging 100 yards this game. He's uh, this year. I'm sorry. He's averaging 6.5 yards a carry. So they depend on 
his production a lot. And they actually have more rushing yards than they do passing this year. Um, Kirk Cousins tend to make mistakes. And when it's time for him to make a play, he tends to crack under that pressure. As far as Oakland, um, even though they struggled last week against the uh, Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs, they're top five in rushing yards allowed. They've only given them the average of 63 yards a game, and they're second in the league in third down defense. So it's hard to get third downs on them as well. But they are one in seven in road games since last year. So that stat scares me a lot. I saw some that Gruden is 4-0 against Minnesota, but he just started coaching back after 10 years, so I don't think that's going to matter. Uh, Minnesota's defense, they've held quarterbacks under 200 passing yards five of their last six games, and that doesn't fall well for Derek Carr because he's had fewer than 200 yards in three of his last four games. So with those numbers matching up, I'm going to take Minnesota to win at home, but I'm going to take Oakland to cover the points. Um I think that Oakland's going to limit the run game of Minnesota, and they're going to make Kirk Cousins work a little more. They may get in field goal position to kick field goals on them. So I don't see Kirk Cousins passing for any touchdowns in this game. And I see Dalvin Cook being very limited. So I'm going to take Oakland to cover, but I'm definitely going to take Minnesota to win the game. Next up, we got the Atlanta Falcons going out to the Indianapolis Colts. This is the Colts' home opener. They played two games on the road. They're one and one so far. Um, They've been very impressive on defense, especially get the Titans. And I really feel that the balance of this offense, the strength comes from Marlon Mack. He is questionable with a calf injury, but he's one of three players averaging 100 yards a game this year, and he's five yards a carry. So they really depend on him for production. He's questionable, so if he doesn't play, this might change their offensive strategy. Um, They have 11 penalties, so that's like tied for less in the league, so they're very disciplined. So I like that about Jacoby Prissett. He he threw an interception last week, but I, he has a very low percentage of making mistakes. So far as Atlanta, uh, their record is two and fourteen versus the Colts. They're minus three in turnover. So they've had six turnovers already. Um, their run offense is very limited as well, considering Matt Ryan has passed the ball eighty nine attempts this year so far. So I think Atlanta is going in to the Indianapolis Colts, and I think they're going to get a loss. Even though the Colts don't have Darius Leonard, their uh, all-pro linebacker and their leader on their defense, I think the secondary is going to probably contain Julio for somewhat of the game. I don't think they'll make a big play. I think pressure will be on Matt Ryan. I think the Colts will bring the pressure and I'm going to take the Colts to win their home opener at home. I'm really riding on the Colts this year. They're in my division with the Texans, so I'm paying attention to them a lot. So I'm going to take the Colts to win the game because I don't trust Atlanta. And everybody knows that about me with them. So let's move on. Cincinnati Bengals versus the Buffalo Bills. 
This is Buffalo's home opener. And they are 2-0 on the road this year. Um, Buffalo's averaging 140 yards a game rushing. And Josh Allen adds a lot to that as well because he's a threat to run the ball from the quarterback position. Delvin Singletary is questionable with a hamstring. He's averaging 12 yards a carry. That's the best in the league right now. So if he's out, that can definitely change their offensive strategy. So with that being said, Cincinnati, they give up 165 yards a game. They've allowed four offensive touchdowns in both games. Andy Dalton has thrown the ball 93 attempts already. So their offense is very unbalanced. They got embarrassed against the 49ers last week. Um, but Andy Dalton is 4-1 versus the Bill with the 2-0 road record. That's the only stat that made my eyebrows raise. But I think this is a different Buffalo team. I don't think Cincinnati has a run game whatsoever. So I think Buffalo, in their home opener as well, will come and beat the Cincinnati Bengals in their house because I don't think Cincinnati have enough offense without A.J. Green and without a run game to go into Buffalo and defeat them after the Buffalo is coming off a 2-0 record on the road. So definitely going to take Buffalo to win over the Cincinnati Bengals. And that's one of my locks of the week. Next game. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the San Francisco 49ers. And this is the 49ers home opener. 49ers are 2-0 on the road. Fifth and t- They have five takeaways total, which is tied for the league. Pittsburgh, they're coming in a backup quarterback, making his first career start. Pittsburgh is the bottom of the league in time of possession, rushing yards per attempt, and third down defense. So, with that being said, I'm going to take the 49ers to win this game and cover. And this is one of my locks of the week because Pittsburgh and Miami are two of the worst teams in the NFL right now. And the 49ers are riding high on a two-game win streak. And they come home, and they're going to make a statement by defeating Pittsburgh. So, let's move on. The Denver Broncos versus the Green Bay Packers. Denver's on the road. They came off a heart-wrenching loss to Chicago on the last second field goal which was due to a roughing the passer penalty on Bradley Chubb. That was very questionable, in my opinion. But they got to go to Green Bay, and I definitely will trust Aaron Rodgers at home before I trust Joe Flacco on the road. Green Bay is 12-2-1 in the 15 starts at Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers. He's only lost two in 14 games. So that's a great record. That's a great stat. Both defenses should come to play today, though. Denver's defense is is very underrated, even though Von Miller doesn't have a sack this year. But Martinez on the other side of that defense against Green Bay, they give Aaron Rodgers hope because Aaron Rodgers can get a lead, and now he can keep a lead because he has a defense that can get the other team off the field. 
So, with that being said, I'm going to take Green Bay to win this game. And I'm taking them to cover the points. Next game, Miami versus Dallas. Um, Enough said. Miami lost both games by 40 points. They are the worst team in the league. Um, So, Dallas has the best winning percentage since week 10 of last year in the league, 9-1. So, Dallas will cover these points. They're at home. They're going to destroy Miami. And you're probably going to have to turn the TV if that's your nationally televised game. So, enough said. Dallas will destroy Miami. Next game. This is a huge game, ladies and gentlemen. We got the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. This is the Chiefs' home opener. They've won nine straight games in September at home. They've only allowed 18 points at home. But Baltimore, they're first in time of possession. And both teams are top five in every offensive category. But this game is going to come down to field position. Baltimore, uh, Andrews is questionable at their tight end position. I think he's their leading receiver in yards so far. Um, Justin Tucker, the field goal kicker, might have to win this game for Baltimore because Kansas City is very high powered. We already know how their offense hums. We even without Tyreek Hill, he still has um, speedsters on the outside with Watkins and Robinson. It's all about time of possession with Baltimore, converting third downs, and keeping Patrick Mahomes off the field. I think that's the only way they will even have a chance to be in this game. And if they can get in a position to kick a field goal with a couple seconds on the clock, I trust Justin Tucker to hit that field goal for Baltimore. So with that being said, I'm going to take Kansas City to win the game. But it's going to take a field goal for them to Baltimore to win. So I'm going to take Baltimore to cover. But I just believe Kansas City is too strong at home. And they haven't lost at home in nine straight in September. So they're going to have to lose to prove to me that, <laughs> you know, Baltimore is the better team. So Kansas City will win this game. But I'm taking Baltimore to cover. Next game, we got... The New York Giants versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Daniel Jones for the Giants, making his first career start as a rookie. This doesn't fall well with him going into Tampa Bay, who's coming off a great win last Thursday night against Carolina. So they should be very well rested. Um, Tampa Bay's only giving up 68 yards rushing a game. And considering Saquon Barkley is that other one of three players averaging 100 yards this season a game, seven yards a carry. Um, I think Todd Bowles is definitely going to key in on Saquon. They're going to send blitz at Daniel Jones because Todd Bowles rushes 50% of opponents' dropbacks. He blitzed. So it's going to be a long day for Daniel Jones, I believe. And the Giants' defense is third down last in third down efficiency. So that's a recipe for disaster. I'm going to take Tampa Bay to win this game outright, and it probably would be by two touchdowns. And I'm looking for the defense to get turnovers as well. So it's going to be a long day for Daniel Jones. 
Even though Saquon Barkley is a stud, he just don't have, he's not, he can't do it by himself. So that being said, let's move on. We got the Carolina Panthers taking on the Arizona Cardinals. Kyle Allen might make his first career start as a rookie for Carolina because Cam Newton is dealing with a foot injury. He's questionable, but I doubt it. He plays because he's been in a boot all week. Um, the Cardinals have won three in a row at home against Carolina, which is very interesting. And their offense looks 10 times better than last year. I mean, Kyle American moved the ball. But concerning factors for me is that they can't run the ball at all. And Kyler Murray has thrown the ball 94 pass attempts so far. And his completion percentage is 57. Lowest among starting quarterbacks right now. So that's pretty concerning to me. Even though this game is at home, I think Arizona could play good defense on a rookie quarterback. This is the battle of rookie quarterbacks. Huh? Let's see who's better. Just thought about that. What a coincidence. But And both of these players played at AM. I think Kyle Allen beat out Kyler Murray. That's why Kyler Murray transferred to Oklahoma. Huh. This is an interesting coincidental game. It has a little storyline here. So with that being said, I think Kyler Murray is going to want to make a statement because he sees Kyle Allen on the other side knowing that he beat him out in college. So I'm going to take Arizona to win this game. They're going to get their first win and they're going to be very, very happy. Because things are starting to change out there in Arizona, I think. They got new life, but they're going to have to run the ball better. And let's see if they can break out with that this game against the Carolina Panthers. Next game, we got the New Orleans Saints versus the Seattle Seahawks. Another game that a backup quarterback is going to have to play. Drew Brees is out with a thumb injury. Teddy Bridgewater um, has to come in under center and call plays for the Saints team on the road against Seattle, who is 15-0 at home in September, 12-3 against the spread. Top five in yards per attempt at nine yards. Um, for his New Orleans, Alvin Kamara, he hasn't even scored a touchdown this year so far in two games. Actually, it's been four straight games going back to last year. Um, and the New Orleans defense has allowed 25-plus points in each game this year. So I think that's very alarming. And considering the stats on Seattle's side for us, how dominant they are at home in September, I'm going to go with Seattle, of course, and I'm going to take the points. They're going to cover. The Saints don't have any offensive power whatsoever. I think Bridgewater is going to have a long day, and we might see the other quarterback in there as well from time to time. Just depends on Sean Payne and how he want to put a Band-Aid on his offense until his number one man, Drew Brees, come back. So, I'm definitely taking Seattle to win at home and cover the points. Next game, we got the Houston Texans, my Houston Texans, against the Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, Houston, let's talk about my team first. They've allowed four plus sacks in eight straight games. Um, That's just unheard of, and that's just uncalled for. Considering we do have a run game now, we're top five in rush Offense, So I like the fact that we're balanced, but Deshaun Watson needs to have time to throw the ball, but he also needs to determine which plays he's going to try to make a play and which plays he's going to throw the ball away. Because as long as he holds the ball, he has a tendency to get hit like that as well. So um, they barely squeaked out a win last week against Jacksonville and they could have won the game against New Orleans. So 
They got to go out to L.A. now and take on the Chargers, who is pretty much banged up themselves on defense. Um, But the pass rush of Bosa and Ingram may give Watson a long day because I think Laramie Tunzel is questioned with an ankle injury. So if he can't play, Bosa and Ingram are going to probably have a field day on Deshaun Watson. So, And Phillip Rivers has 14 touchdown passes versus the Texans in his career. So he he likes that secondary, obviously. Um, the only way Houston can have a chance in this game, I think, is if they can commit a couple of turnovers on Phillip Rivers and that offense because the Texans have 15 straight games with a takeaway. That's the most in the NFL current streak right now. And the Chargers are dealing with a field goal, in, field goal kicker injury. Bagley is growing. I think they had to use their punter last week in Detroit. That that was a determining factor in their loss to them. So if that comes back and rears ugly head, Houston might have a chance. But with all that said, I don't trust Bill O'Brien. And I think the Chargers are going to come back off a loss. Keenan Allen is a stud. I think he's averaging over 100 yards at the receiver position this year. So, And Austin Eckler can run the ball very well. And he's a threat to catch passes outside. So... The Chargers will win this game in L.A., but I wouldn't be mad if Houston won because that has shown me that they're taking things seriously and they want to be a threat in this league. But I will take the Chargers to win this game. Uh, Next and last game, ladies and gentlemen, we got the L.A. Rams versus the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns has two primetime games in a row back to back, huh? Um... I think that's putting too much of an eye on Freddie Kitchens, the rookie coach. Their offensive line is pretty banged up as well, so they can't protect Baker Mayfield at all. Um, Cleveland has a losing record versus teams that have come in above 500, and they have 27 penalties on the year, which is the most in the NFL right now. And they're going against a pretty disciplined L.A. Rams team, Sean McVay. Um, Against a rookie quarterback, I think I'll put my cards on him. Um, Todd Gurley's averaging five yards a rush now, so he's back to his form. If he could continue to do that and sustain the offense, the Rams haven't trailed not one game this year. So once they get up, they keep the lead. So with that being said, I'm definitely going to take the L.A. Rams to win this game because I don't think Cleveland's disciplined enough to be focused on a primetime game against a great team as the Los Angeles Rams, who are the defending NFC champions. So definitely going to take the Rams to win this game, and I'm going to take the Rams to cover the points. So with that being said, that is all the Sunday games, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see if my record will increase or decrease. And I'm pretty interested to see the Baltimore-Kansas City game. Because that's going to let us know one of the top three teams in the league who's the best so far. So, until then, ladies and gentlemen, this is LJ from Houston. I'm Raw Words Podcast. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Leave your comments. Like the page. And just keep following me as I continue to do this podcast each and every week giving you my content and analysis of the NFL and basketball season because basketball is right around the corner. I think it's less than 30 days, so get ready. But until then, 
LJ from Houston, Raw Words Podcast, and I'm out.